0: So I'm currently on the phone with Will. He's another musician that reached out about the interview series going on. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the opportunity to introduce himself.
1: Hey, man. Thanks for having me on today. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, name's Will. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't really know much else to introduce, uh, But uh, yeah, I'm a guitar player from uh, Ontario, Canada.
0: Excellent. Um, So I I always like to start these interviews, you know, in the beginning. Um, So tell me about uh, when you first found music and what about music really connected uh, to you and made you want to participate in it? So like
1: for me, I'm uh, I'm 28 years old, and when the movie School of Rock came out, I was really young. I was about eight or nine years old, and I, I remember watching that movie in theaters for the first time, and I just fell in love with music from there. Uh, wanted to be a rock star from day one, and you know I'm not a rock star, but uh, you know I still I still enjoy what I do. So yeah.
0: Okay, and. Uh, since you did have that connection to it and that drive and the motivation to get into that sort of thing, uh, what were kind of your first steps into it? Was it writing, learning an instrument? Uh, describe how you uh, went about that process.
1: Uh, learning the drums first, actually. Yeah, I started learning the drums first uh, before I started learning anything else. And uh, yeah, I got, I got my rhythm on track before I learned guitar and then singing and everything like that uh, elsewhere
0: Okay and then how long would you say it took you uh, between like starting the instrument and then to a point where you felt comfortable uh, playing with other people um I'd say probably about a year maybe maybe, maybe, maybe a year and a
1: half something like that but uh, but it wasn't wasn't too too long. I had a couple buddies that at the same time they were one of them was learning guitar so uh, him and I whenever we would hang out after school and stuff like that we would always jam and it wasn't like you know, super quality stuff, but uh, that was definitely the starting of, of me being able to to jam with people.
0: Okay. And, uh, so you kind of mentioned it a little bit there, but did you take private lessons or just learned it outside of school or did you participate in the school band curriculum at all?
1: I took private lessons at the start. And then, uh, I, I was in the, in the school band, uh, at one point also whenever I was in high school
0: okay and uh since you were learning drums did you do like drum line or anything any marching band uh no no i
1: didn't do any drum line there was a full kit that i was using
0: okay okay i always like to ask that question of the drummers because i myself am a a drummer and i i was in drum line so i always like to ask that yeah Uh, (laughs) you know what
1: it's something that i wanted to do it's it's i just never did it
0: yeah it's it's fun it's a cool experience um so once you, uh, kind of, uh, got into the habit of jamming with, uh, you know, your friends outside of school, starting that whole band dynamic type of thing, um, when did you kind of decide like the type of music and how you wanted to present yourself as a musician?
1: Um, well, that's, that's kind of changed all throughout my, cause like what I listened to has changed. I used to listen to a lot of ACDC and hard rock and stuff like that. And now I listen to. A little bit more, uh, like I don't know if you know who Frank Turner is, but uh, more stuff like that, which is more acoustic stuff now. So I, I started off more on electric guitar and, and drums and stuff like that, but now it's more, it's moved more towards me writing more acoustic stuff.
0: Okay, and uh, I assume by that you mean more like acoustic, uh, like guitar type stuff since in general drums are an acoustic instrument yes 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 exactly
1: so i started on the drums and then after uh i played the drums for a couple years that's when i moved to the guitar and then i kind of ran with the guitar after uh i'm I'm definitely more of a guitar player than i am a drummer
0: okay okay um so are are is that the type of uh genre that you would kind of label yourself as is like the acoustic singer songwriter type stuff
1: yeah, that or, like, acoustic indie rock type stuff. Same, Yeah, that, that type of stuff.
0: Okay. And so how, how many kind of iterations of your band have you kind of been through? And would you say that it's your band or that you're playing in other people's bands?
1: Uh, well, it started – it's definitely my band, um, for sure. It started off with me and uh, t- two other guys. I had a bass player and a drummer. Um, and then after that uh, – well, then COVID hit not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we had our thing going for about a year and a half, something like that, and it wasn't getting too much traction. Uh, and then COVID happened. So when COVID happened, you know, me being an acoustic guitar player, that's when I kind of started going solo uh, a little bit and writing writing a lot of my own uh, solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I that's what I've been working on
0: mostly lately. Okay, and um. Along those lines, since you do identify it as your own project for that style of music, what what is the ideal lineup that you would like to have to for you know presenting that style of music?
1: Uh, well, me on uh, on my acoustic guitar, kind of doing a little bit of rhythm. I would have a lead guitar player, um, maybe. You know that, that all uh, that all depends on which song I'm playing. I, I you know like there there's some there's some songs that i would want a full band and then there's others that i would just want like maybe me and and a kick drum mm-hmm. um you know what i mean so uh but f- if i was doing like a full presentation of everything i'd have a bass player i'd have a horn section i'd have uh a rhythm guitar i'd have um me on acoustic um which would be the rhythm most likely and then uh and then electric guitar on top of that and then a bass
0: Okay. And so you kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, during the COVID times is when you actually kind of really sat down and started writing uh, solo stuff. Is that kind of how you see yourself uh, progressing forward is continuing to write, uh, you know, your own solo stuff and then pushing that out? Uh, yes and no.
1: I've I really, really enjoyed writing my own solo stuff, uh, but I definitely want to work in more of a team setting and have more input from other people um
0: because that obviously helps our creative process right mm-hmm. okay and um so what what would you like to see happen with your project your solo project and also you know the group project because it kind of sounds like there's two different projects that you're fronting right now uh correct me if i'm wrong uh
1: yes and no i'm more so uh i i've definitely swung all my focus, uh, over the past two years on just the solo project. And I, I've, I've definitely pushed the other project to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, and, uh, yeah, like I, I'm not, I'm not too sure where i want you know, I'd, I'd like, uh, I'd like people to listen to my music, you know, but, uh, I don't expect the to be a massive celebrity or anything like that i i like playing my um my local shows and uh you know yeah just you know being recognized for for doing stuff like that uh, that's i'm good
0: with that okay so that would kind of be your your long-term goal there is to get enough notoriety as to where you know you're sufficiently living off of making music exactly
1: Yeah, and and I I teach on the side too, right? So there's there's other ways to to get around doing that also.
0: Okay. uh, by teach do you mean you teach music or like you're a substitute teacher? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I teach drums and I teach guitar on the side. Okay. So you you give private lessons? Yes. Yes, I give private lessons. Okay, cool. And so, how many students have you been through? And you know, what's the what's the kind of atmosphere that you know you take in uh, being a uh, you know an individual private lesson giver? So I,
1: in total, I don't know how many le- uh, students I've been through, but I th- like I've been given the lessons for ten years now. So I it would be at least a hundred students that I've had come into my studio and out of it. Um, the most that I've had at one time was I think 30 and that was right before uh right before COVID happened. And then uh that happened. Obviously things kind of shut down. So I've I've got like less than 50% of that now, um, Mm -hmm. working that back up. Um yeah, and and my my approach is just make sure you have as much patience as possible, right? Like we all we don't want to, I don't want to ruin the experience for them, you know, that you want to, you want your students to have as much fun as possible, but mm-hmm. then also learn as much as possible at the same time too. Right. But, uh, but you never want to put too much on their plate because then they're never going to want to do it,
0: you know? Right. Right. Um, so uh, l- putting that back on the table and going back to your music, um, when you are in the writing process um you know how do you kind of uh engage in the creative process are you solely thinking about uh rhythm and then putting lyrics to it and then whatever extra accompaniment would go to it or do you kind of have like a stylized vision that you begin working out
1: it start it always starts with the chord progression for me um that's that's where it starts and then from then i i think of okay what lyrics do i i think fit the the mood um i i write about my own life experiences um it's uh, almost everything that i've written about is is personal experience so it's it's pretty easy and maybe not easy but i I think it's easier for me to kind of put the pen to the paper because i'm I'm writing about my own life Mm -hmm. um yeah but uh, definitely it start it starts with with the rhythm and with the chord progression for me.
0: Okay. And then uh so let's just follow that down the down the road. So once you have that in place, um is the thought to put lyrics to it or do you start thinking about like the additional accompaniment to it? Uh it, yeah, it, then then it would go to the lyrics after that. Um
1: generally whenever I write, I've got my acoustic guitar and I'm by like a lake or something like that, a little river. I li- I like nature a lot. So that's generally where i would be uh writing so yeah it, it would go you know for from the guitar to the lyrics and then i'd move I'd, I'd put everything else together once i get uh once i get in my studio in the house then i'll be like okay well now i think i can add a little bit of bass here and then you know tweak it wherever i want to tweak it
0: okay and um so once you do have a uh a suitable enough collection of songs together, as to where you feel it, it justifies a release. What do you think? Um, you know, is the best avenue for releasing that and marketing it? Are you are you thinking like a traditional full EP release or digital releases? Um, what would be your ideal uh, method for that?
1: So as of right now, I've just been releasing singles onto Spotify uh, and Apple Music and wh- whatever you know, all the all the streaming platforms and stuff um eventually like i do have uh i have a full ep recorded as of right now um it hasn't been necessarily released yet i'm releasing it in in, you know in in little spurts over the like singles over the next few months um but yeah it's all going to be released
0: digitally awesome um So what are some of your absolute favorite memories uh, like surrounding music and and things that have happened to you that really either kind of keep you motivated or have like become life lessons to you?
1: Well, so back to COVID again, um, like if I didn't have my guitar with me during that period of time, then just like I think a lot of musicians, uh, it would have gone a little crazy. Um, it, It definitely... It definitely saved me mentally throughout a lot of periods. And uh, when it first started, and everything was really, really shut down, I went outside and, uh, and like I said, I like playing near water and out in nature and stuff like that. So there's this pathway that I was playing in, um, this little, uh, this little park pathway thing. And uh, as I'm playing my guitar. Uh, I got people walking by and stuff and it, it just to see the smiles on their faces after they had been locked down. And then now they're outside and they see someone playing a guitar. Like they, it, it was, it was invigorating a little bit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it made me, made me feel like there was purpose to, uh, to
0: what I was doing. Awesome. Any others or that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, high school would be another big one, uh. I was in front of my entire high school, and I did uh, Floyd's Wish You Were Here. I played the solo for it and then sung the song. And that would have been another that, that like one of the, the starting memories of like, hey, maybe this could do something. Maybe I could go somewhere with this.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so on those notes, uh, you know, where can people listen to your stuff? What are links for your social media and everything?
1: Uh, well, Spotify. So it's my name on Spotify, will surplus, uh, thing on, uh, Apple music and, and YouTube. Um, and my social media platforms is, uh, at will, will underscore surplus underscore music, uh, for Instagram. And then will surplus music on Facebook.
0: Excellent, Um, and I'll make sure that there's links for all those in the description as well. Um, So I I always like to give the person that I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So uh, just a message that you feel resonates with you that you want to put out there.
1: Well, so the last song that I just released is uh, it's called "Life Can Be Forgiving," and you know, like I as as I've talked about Copley quite a few times during this interview, I wrote the song during it, and uh, it's just kind of a representation of You know, things can go bad, but sometimes in the end, you know, life can be forgiving and just keep working towards that final goal.